Welcome to Grace in 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. My name is Ed Mellick, and I'm joined by my co-host Sal Dietry today. Sal, how are you? Ed, my brother, I am doing great. It is time to hit the reset button, my man. You know, the news I read on the internet, listen on the news shows, it's negative. It's divisive. It's about politics, religion, race, economics. It's everyone's at each other's throat. But against all this, a young man named Nick Hall has sparked a movement to put Jesus in the pulse of our nation, to bring people together here in Washington, D.C. Nick's organization, The Pulse Movement, has organized a large gathering called Together 2016 on the National Mall, Saturday, July 16th, where they've invited people throughout the nation to set aside their differences, Democrat, Republican, whatever, come on down for a day of thanks, fellowship, and prayer. Look, their goal is to get one million people to come and you know just have a, they've got an ex- outstanding group of speakers and performers folks like Hillsong United I've been listening to some of their stuff lately Ravi Zacharias and DC's own Mark Batterson a shout out to the folks at National Community Church but before we jump in with Nick a quick reminder about the call to action issued by last week's guests Michelle Howarth from Commissioned by Christ and Catherine Hogan from Bishop O'Connell High School Uh, They encourage people to simply get involved in local public service and international service causes. Catherine quoted a great Bible verse, which was Isaiah 6, verse 8, where the prophet responds to a challenge to go out and share a difficult message by saying, here I am, send me. So if you're present and able, get out and get involved in a cause that resonates with your heart. If you'd like more information on their organizations, please visit their websites at commissionedbychrist.org and bishoponnell.org slash Christian service, or you can also visit our uh, Facebook and Twitter pages at Grace in 30. Again, as Sal mentioned, we're joined via phone by CEO and Chief Communicator of the Pulse Movement and the organizer of the July 16th Together event on the National Mall in D.C. Nick, welcome to Grace in 30. Hey, hey, good to be here, fellas. How you guys doing? Nick, my man, welcome. Yeah, great to have you on the show. Uh, this is uh, awesome. I cannot believe it. For such a young man, the stuff you are trying to do. You know, welcome, my brother, welcome. Look, you know, uh, thanks for joining us again. You know, you've got a, a ton of stuff. I can't even imagine trying to get a million people, all these speakers, all this talent together. And this has been like a whole year thing for you. I mean, you guys have just been going gangbusters. You know, tell us, what what is Together uh, 2016? You know, who's behind the event? Tell us a little bit about what's going on, man. Yeah, well, we've been working on this thing, uh, believe it or not, man. This has been going for about five years uh, the dreaming and building towards this. I mean, we started talking about it, praying towards it, talking to ministry leaders across the country. And uh, for the last three, four years, we've been canvassing the nation. And so we've had, man, hundreds of events. We've been in front of millions of people in live audiences and tens of millions of people, you know, online and through media. And uh, really the heartbeat behind this is just an urgent call uh, to rally our nation to Jesus. I mean, we just really believe that, as you said earlier, there's division everywhere. Uh, man, there's just negative uh, messaging everywhere. There's destructive messaging everywhere. And we just feel like, man, we need divine intervention. And so uh, we're just calling people to come and come to the National Mall. Let's pray together. Let's lift up Jesus together. And let's pray for a new generation to be raised up and sent out. Uh, together from July 16th. So we're praying this is going to be a historic day. Uh, It's going to be awesome. People aren't going to want to miss it. 
Yeah, that, that's that's a yeah, amen. It just seems like you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's this year or whatever with the election, but it just seems like everybody is at their throats. Even here in Arlington County, we see it. But you know, so wh- what are you trying to to accomplish with with uh, together 2016? I mean, you've got. Uh, a day of people you, you're just looking for fellowship for prayer i mean you've got some incredible acts coming on i mean tell us a little bit more about the event itself yeah i mean so the whole heartbeat behind this is we believe that moments of historic change are marked by historic gatherings and so i mean we just look back at the history of our nation whether it was mlk having the i have a dream speech whether it was the women's suffrage movement whether it was the promise keeper stand in the gap in 97 but you know, this generation, those that are under, I would say, 35, I mean, we have not seen or experienced a mass gathering for Jesus that was literally just across lines, across movements, across boundaries. And, and again, we just believe that the needs that are present in our day, I mean, the racial tension, the economic tension, the political tension, the religious tension, we just feel like, man, there has to be something that can bring us together. Right. I mean, even our nation's motto, I mean, out of many, one. And yet uh, I think we need a reset. I mean, well, that, and that's what we're praying for. I mean, we're coming together because we believe that God offers a reset to bring us back to the purpose that he made us for individually and ultimately that we were created for as a nation uh, to be one nation under God. And so we're coming together. We're praying for a reset. We're turning to Jesus. And, uh, man, we're, we're just believing that this can be a defining moment for a generation not just an event, but really a catalytic encounter with God. And so people are coming in a week before July 16th. There's uh, over 8,000 service projects happening in the greater DMV area. So we don't want to just talk about our faith. We want to put feet to it. And so people are going to be, you know, loving on the poor and helping the elderly and uh, working with different uh, food shelves and working with underprivileged kids and fighting sex trafficking and other things. I mean, again, we just want to be a generation that's going to follow Jesus. And then the day itself, as you said, is going to be a mix between just dynamic speakers and dynamic worship leaders. But the whole theme of the whole day is to call the generation to follow Jesus. So we're pushing towards, man, people getting back into their Bibles again, people getting prayer as a priority again in our daily lives. And, uh, and really that this can be a commissioning of a generation that I believe people are going to look back 10, 20 years down the road and say July 16th was the day that my life was really marked and changed. That's what we've been praying for, and that's what we're believing God to do. That, that sounds great. I, I, you noted that there's a lot of service projects related to this. Can, can you find out information on those on the web somewhere and maybe even sign up? Yeah, totally. Reset2016.com. Uh, again, Reset2016.com. People can find out all the information there. In fact, there's an app uh, that just went live today that people can also download download on the Android or on the Apple stores. But at, on Reset2016.com, there's service projects listed. Uh, there's transportation info. There's everything you need. And so you can sign up. Uh, you know, if you got you and your family want to go serve somewhere, if you got a youth group, if you know, if you want to bring your baseball team, you know, whatever. I mean, literally, this is, we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so that's what's going on the entire week. Again, we don't want to just talk about Jesus. We want to put feet to our faith. And so that's what that's all about. And then again, on July 16th, man, we're just standing on the mall because, again, we believe that uh, presence matters to God. Gatherings matter to God. 
and they matter to history. And so we're just calling people to rally. Uh, we believe that there's one answer when times are tough, and that answer is to call the people together to pray. And so that's what we're trying to do. This is a next-gen-led effort. In fact, I think it's probably the largest next-generation-led faith gathering that's ever happened in our country. And so this, again, this is history in the making. God is doing something right now, and it's in people's backyards. If you're in the Arlington and the DMV area, and you need to come and be there, your family, your friends. People are coming from Washington State. People are coming from California. i got buddies coming from Africa and from China and Europe. And so I just really encourage people, man, this is not an everyday event. I know there's a lot of events in the D.C. area, but, man, this is really an unprecedented Jesus gathering in a time that we desperately need it. So, Nick, this this event came, is this an outgrowth of Pulse Movement? It's an organization I believe you founded. Um, and maybe give us a little history on that, when that got started, and then how this was sort of came out of that. Yeah, so Pulse is a ministry that I lead. We're based in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we've been mentored under uh, the Billy Graham team and Luis Palau and uh, really a number of the folks that are going to be there on that day uh, for the last 15 years. But 10 years ago, I wrote a paper in my English class as a college student at a secular university up in North Dakota, and the paper was called Pulse. It was titled Pulse, and it was a dream of seeing God move on our campus. And you know, in the midst of substance abuse and suicide and self-harm and bullying, uh, it was our prayer to see revival. You know, we were just praying that our friends would know Jesus. And so I wrote the paper, it went viral, and it turned into this massive student movement where we had 8,000 students come out on our campus and over 1,000 kids give their life to Christ. And then it spread across North Dakota. We had 50,000 students come out. And then uh, now it's gone coast to coast. I mean, literally, we've been in, you know, hundreds and hundreds of cities. Uh, we're in front of about a million students every year right now. But this whole gathering of Together 2016 really started, I would say, uh, from the beginning of our prayers as students up in North Dakota. We've been praying for revival and great awakening in our day. And so all of this is stuff we've been praying for for, for 10 years you know, but five years ago, God really planted the dream and vision in our heart to say, man, what is it going to take to get people's attention again? You know, everybody, all, everywhere we go, people have been saying, man, we need a change. We need a change. You know, people in churches, people have got, man, we need a radical change. And, and I think we've just really been struck in our hearts that everybody talks about the radical change that we need, but nobody wants to change anything in their daily life. And so, again, like for us, it's there's one answer. As we've studied history, as we've studied Scripture, it's when times are tough, it's time to pray. And so, man, that's why we're gathering. I mean, so five years ago, we said, man, there isn't any organization big enough. There isn't any church big enough. There isn't any voice loud enough. We need each other, and we need God to move. And so what would it look like if we all came together, if we rallied all of the major ministries and movements of our day and churches and said, what if we could all collide on one day to lift up Jesus, to really come before a holy God and say, God, would you heal our land? Would you forgive us of all the things we put our hope in? And so, again, we've been pounding the pavement on this for five years. And I tell you, it takes time. It takes time to get denominations. It takes time to get big ministries. It takes time to get groups to work together. And it hasn't been easy, but by God's grace, we're here. God's given us the National Mall. There's over 380 different nonprofit ministries that are all literally have set aside their plans and are all pushing towards this together, you know, from the Billy Graham team, the Campus Crusade, to 
Salvation Army and a number of others and uh, entire denominations. And so we're just praying again. We're praying for God to move. Uh, we're not coming to hear from people, even though there's going to be great speakers. I mean, Francis Chan and Ravi Zacharias and Mark Batterson, John Jenkins Sr., uh, you know, Christine Kane, and then awesome artists, Kirk Franklin, Michael W. Smith, McCray, uh, Tasha Cobbs. I mean, it's unreal, all the people that are coming. But ultimately, we're not coming because we need to hear from a person. We're coming because our nation needs to hear from God. So, so, so Nick, if people feel that, we want them to be there with us. So you mentioned, um, I, I actually was talking to someone at a farmer's market the other day about the event, and he said he heard uh, some sort of a promotion on it, and he was under the impression that it was really just sort of a youth event, um, or just, as I think he said, the next generation. I'd, I'd like to make clear to, to the listeners, it's, it's non-denominational, it cr- cuts across all Christian groups, and anyone, anyone and everyone can come and enjoy the music, and that it's sort of led by uh, younger generation people, but it's really inclusive of everybody, correct? Yeah, this is the next generation sounding a call for the entire nation. And so, you know, what I like to tell people is, man, you can feel confident bringing your teenagers, bringing your college kids. I think a lot of times parents bring, you know, us kids to their event, and we just sit there and, like, think it's the, you know, most boring thing ever. Uh, You know, and largely because it's just not in our language, right? It's not something that was birthed out of of where this generation's at. And, and I think this gathering is very much burst out of, you know, teenagers, college students, millennials. However, that being said, it was birthed with a desire to say, man, we need parents and grandparents and our aunties and uncles, and we need everybody to come together. And so this isn't just us saying, man, we don't need you and you don't need this. No, this is like, man, we need each other. Like, that, that's the beauty of the church. That's the beauty of the family of God is that, man, Jesus welcomes everybody. There's a place at the table for you. The door is open for you. You just got to come. And we believe that Jesus changes everything, and so that's why we're coming, man. We believe that Jesus is offering a reset, that he is the reset, and uh, that the time is now. And so, again, whether you're 85 or whether you're 8, you need to get down to the National Mall on July 16th. So, Nick, we're going to give you a small break, and we're going to do a station identification. You're listening to Grace in 30 on WERALP, Arlington, 96.7 FM. We're talking with Nick Hall, CEO and Chief Communicator of the Pulse Movement, and the organizer of the July 16th Together event on the National Mall in D.C. Nick, can you tell us a little bit about the agenda? I was looking on the website, and there seemed to be like four, five, I, I guess, chunks of, of time where the, the, the schedule is broken up. Can you talk about the day from 9 in the morning till 9 at night, what that will look like? Yeah, I mean, it's really going to be a, a nonstop, incredible uh, experience. I mean, people keep asking, like, you know, when is kind of the, the headliner, or when is whatever, and it's like, just try to make people understand, like, that's not what this is about. This isn't about a headliner. This isn't about, you know, this is really the hour you want to be at. Um, man, we really believe this whole day is going to be an encounter with God. And so, man, if people can come for the whole day, great. But if you can only come for an hour, man, you just be there for what you can. But, again, you mentioned it's kind of, we go through these, like, themes. Because, again, it's all about Jesus and following him. And so the day begins with really an emphasis on prayer. And so we got leaders like Dr. Tony Evans and Mark Batterston and Michael W. Smith and Kirk Franklin and uh, Passion Movement, Louis Giglio. Uh, all these leaders are going to be on like at 9, 10, 11 in the morning. I mean, so this is like 
there is no like slough off time. You know, this is this is like as good as any event you'd ever go to. Every hour of the day is going to be really strong. And again, we prayed over every second of this program. But the first chunk is really just, man, we're going to worship and we're going to pray. And we're going to challenge towards prayer because we believe that, man, God, that prayer is the movement. It's the foundation. It's the foundation of every movement of God. And so we just really believe that, that it's time to call people to pray. And so we're wanting to see, coming from the National Mall, uh, our dream is to see 5,000 prayer groups launch from the National Mall, that people would take up this call and take it back to their home, to their school, to their neighborhood. And so that's really that first session. And then it moves on again to this uh, learning. So learning is really engaging in God's Word. And again, so the whole day is going to be anchored in God's Word, and the whole day is going to be mixed between prayer and, and worship. But there's kind of these themes that are, again, just disciplines that we're wanting to drive home. And so, you know, we're going to get some great Bible teaching uh, we're going to have some incredible worship again. You know, we got people like Lauren Daigle, Matthew West, Casting Crowns, um, Kirk Franklin. Uh, it's just going to keep going on and on. But again, we're trying to encourage people in, in our nation to get back into God's Word. And so we've been working on this for a number of years with the American Bible Society, with the Uversion Bible app, uh, with the Book of Hope. And, uh, you know, we really believe that July 16th can be a massive day to push Scripture engagement to a generation that doesn't know God's Word. And so that's just an example of kind of how the day will flow. It'll, all, it'll be honestly like 20, 30 minutes of worship, whether it's Lecrae, whether it's Kirk Franken, whether it's Michael W. Smith, then maybe somebody will get up and, and share a brief message for 10 minutes, and then we'll go from there into a time of prayer for five minutes. And then maybe there'll be some sort of a challenge where people pull out their phones, and then it'll be back up Tasha Cobb or, you know, Michael W. Smith or, uh, you know, Casting Crowns, uh, Hillsong United. Like, again, just the whole day is incredible, but it just mixes between, I would say, fast pace. That's how people are going to know it's led by, you know, next-gen leaders. You know, there's not going to be any uh, 40-minute, you know, uh speaking slots this is going to be really fast paced it's going to keep your attention it's going to be high energy but it's going to be really serious about getting on our knees and pointing people back to christ this just sounds right i mean it just sounds like this is the time to do this and i love what you're saying about the the younger generation stepping up and leading and taking a role here but i love the idea man i'm just picturing this of people of all ages just hanging out and sharing good news and fellowship together. And I got to tell you, if there's one thing to bring people together from generations, it's their faith. It's, it's, it's positive. It's, it's helping each other. Cause I, you know, my, my middle schoolers like, dad, you're not cool. You know, you are not cool. <laughs> and, and, but you know, when we go together to church, we go together as a family and I can see this kind of just incredible positive thing happening for families who want to come down to the mall that day. And just just and take the whole thing in, you know, talk to other people and soak up this incredible vibe, you know, and, and yet yeah, catch some good acts, catch some great music. But just the idea of being together, that many people standing together, their faith, you know, their compassion, 
just the positive feeling of that is just going to be incredible. I mean, Ed, are you feeling this or what? I mean, oh, this what? is just unreal. And so, you know, let me let me take a step back because, like I said when we were on the phone, you know, you are a young man, my brother. I mean, tell us a little bit about Nick Hall. I mean, who are you? You know, how how did you kind of get into this? You know, share a little bit about about yourself for another minute, if you would. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I mentioned you know briefly. I'm from North Dakota. Uh, which I know is a common vacation spot for both you guys. I mean, I know that every spring break, right, that's kind of the, that's the thing for people in the D.C. area. I go four times a year. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. These are, the, these are the jokes. But, uh, you know, I mean, just rural place, um, you know, uh, second smallest state in the nation. Um, you know, I don't have any kind of crazy family connection or story, just a normal guy that, I mean, God's just changed my life. You know, I... Uh, you know, grew up in a, a family where, you know, my parents came to faith when we were kids and uh, kind of just became serious for them. And uh, and it really impacted our home. And then when I was young, I, you know, just had a passion to tell people about Jesus. And so, yeah, I mean, just from the, as long as I can remember, I've just wanted to share the gospel. And, uh, and then again, when I was in college, I got exposed to Billy Graham and uh, Luis Palau, and ended up getting mentored by some of these guys, and got to travel around the world with them. And and I guess that's just who I am now. I mean, I just I just really believe that I'm on Earth uh, to tell this generation about Jesus. And so our our team is, I mean, we're trying to walk in the in the footsteps, obviously of Jesus first and foremost. But but I would say, you know, for people who know of what you know, Dr. Graham and their team did in a previous generation. I mean, that's really what we're. Uh, trying to be about for ours. I mean, we just really believe we need uh, voices that are just only about Jesus and only about the gospel and, and people that can, you know, bring the church together around our, our mission. You know, I think there's there's a lot of things that divide us, and there's a lot of arguments that can happen, but I think there are these opportunities, you know, that we have where we can come together and rally around, you know, the things that, that we all stand upon, which is that Jesus is the only way and that we need to get into God's Word and have an anchor. And so, I mean, that's me. I'm married. Uh, you know, me and my wife have uh, been married now uh, nine years. can't believe it's already been nine years. Got two <laughs> kids. A uh, little guy just turned four, and then baby girl eight months old. So I'm, uh, I'm living the dream, guys. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about the millennials, and, and I don't know if you know this, but we have the largest population of millennials right here in Arlington County and in the District of Columbia. I mean, this is a group of people, you know, when I run into them, seem that they want to get involved, that, you know, they're more generous in terms of their time, I think, than other generations. They seem to have a social cause, but they just haven't focused on something. I mean, do you see that as well? I mean, this is really the the mantra you've been going on for the for, in the interview is, you know, it's time for this generation sort of coalesce around something. I mean, what do you see when you talk to other millennials? I mean, this is something that, you know, is 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 not emerged yet for them, but it's 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 I think it's there. You know what I mean? It just needs to be woken up. Yeah, I mean, I really believe that this generation is poised uh, you know, to change the world. I mean, People will often write off, um, you know, younger people and look at the, the negative things. And, and certainly, man, there's a lot of things up against, you know, this generation. When you see the substance abuse, when you see the single-parent homes, when you see the self-harm and suicide, and, you know, even spiritually, right? I mean, this is the most unchurched and most biblically illiterate generation, you know, that our country 
uh, has ever had. You know, so in the history of America, I mean, this is it. And, and it's happened on our watch, you know? I mean, and so this is literally in the midst of more Bible conferences and more seminaries, somehow we have the least churched and most biblically illiterate generation. You know, and so there's a disconnect. And yet, I really believe that this generation, they're, they're looking, as you said, they're looking for a cause that matters, they want something that's real, and they want something they can give their life for. And, uh, yeah, and we know that there's nothing more compelling than Jesus. And so I really believe that, that this is the generation that can finish the task. Why don't you give us a scripture verse that you feel like really speaks to you in the context of this day of our country and the state that we're in? Is there one or two verses that really st- step out at you? or? Yeah, totally. So Habakkuk uh, 3, verse 2, has really been a uh, kind of an anthem of ours for a long time. And, you know, the book of Habakkuk, he begins by kind of complaining to God, which I always like when there's uh, Bible verses that just have somebody being real. You know, God, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Like, it just gives me a place I can relate you know, and then God kind of changes Habakkuk's heart. He's gracious with him. And then in Habakkuk 3, verse 2, the prophet has this prayer, which has really been our prayer. And he says, Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, O Lord. Uh, Would you renew them in our day? And in our time, would you make them known? In your wrath, would you remember mercy? And so that's really been our prayer. You know, again, he says, we've heard of it. And I think a lot of people have heard the stories of what God's done. Habakkuk says, I stand in awe of it, and I think that's that next level where the testimonies that we've heard move us to worship. But then there's this third level that we like to talk about where there's a generation there that says, I'm not content just to hear the stories. I need to see it. And I think that's where we're sitting today. We're saying, God, we need you to do it again. We need a fresh outpouring of your spirit. God, we need you to turn a new generation. God, we need... We need new Billy Grahams. We need new expressions. We need new voices. You know, we need new uh, teenagers and, and young adults just on fire for God. And so that's what we're really praying for, and we believe that God is able. He's not intimidated in heaven today, you know. He's not up in heaven freaking out. He's not saying, what am I going to do about the politics, or what am I going to do about Donald or Hillary? You know, I mean, I, I really believe that he is he's God, and uh, he's got the answers, and he's just waiting for us to wake up and come back to him. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I have to say that one of the things I pray for every day is that uh, we would have a Josiah as our next president. And it really, it really doesn't matter what it looks like right now. Things can literally change on a dime. So it's one of these things I've determined I'm going to pray for every day, no matter what happens. And if someone wins and I'm shaking my head, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're, I'm going to keep asking for this and pressing in on it and pressing in on it. I think this is what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, this gets back to a central theme of, of our show because, you know, there's we, we got into this just with feeling all this bitterness and, you know, people are bitter and they're upset about this and that. And it's like, you know, one way you can do that is is maybe practicing your faith just in a simple way. Just go down the street and visit, you know, an old an old neighbor that very few people speak to. You know, it's not hard to change your attitude when you look at things like faith and, and action. And that's one of our big things. And why Ed was asking about a lot of the service organizations that are going to be a part of this. We're about putting people into action. And prayer is one of those actions. But, you know, getting your hands rolled up and actually working with homeless people and other things is, is our big passion. So, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think that just the timing of this is just so critical. It's right now. And I'll tell you, there's some young men in my office who are talking about this. So you're definitely making an impact here in D.C. 
So, Nick, we don't have a ton of time left. I, I want to make sure we do. Every show, we issue a call to action. We try to issue a call that relates to every listener as well as to those where their particular cause resonates with their heart, what they could do. So I, it sounds like you've issued a, a number already, but is there is there anything else you'd like to, to charge our listeners with? You know, I would just say, I mean, two things. I mean, one, pray for July 16th. Pray that this would be a day that shifts our nation. And I just want you to think about how you can join with us and uh and obviously being there on the mall july 16th is is the main thing but maybe you can plug into some service projects and and again roll your sleeves up and go but we just believe the time is now and man we need less people sitting on the sidelines and more people on the field right now the harvest is plentiful the workers are few uh you know we've been praying for god to send out workers and i think he's tapping a lot of us on the shoulder and say hey buddy you know, hey, miss, you know, you're the answer to the prayer you've been praying. Let's do this. And so I just I just really believe that the time is now. And so really want to encourage people, come to the National Mall, stand with us. Let's pray and believe God for a change in our day. All right. Thanks, Nick. Look, we got to wrap up. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, this young man, Nick Hall, has taken on a mission and he's drawn a, a huge crowd of people to him. The, the people are just coming around to this. Uh, really appreciate your time. Look, for listeners uh, who want to find out more information about Together 2016 event, July 16th on the National Mall, visit the Reset2016.com website. We'll also be posting information about this on our Facebook and Twitter pages at Grace in 30. Um, look, if you know someone nationally or locally who would be a great guest for this program, you know, keep us in mind at gracein30 at gmail.com. You know, welcome to send us some comments and feedback about today's show. A recording of this show can be found on WERA's website 24 hours after the show, as well as on the Grace and 30 website. Again, please visit Nick's website. He's got together2016.com. He's got reset2016.com. Ed, kick us out of here, man. Uh, this is Ed and Sal signing off from Grace and 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Have a great night and be sure to tune into Grace.